Hi, folks. Um, hello from not so sunny but warm South Padre Island, Texas. Uh, doing yet another edition in the Freelancer Q&A Roundup. Today is a subject that ought to be near and dear to your hearts if you've been freelancing for any length of time, which is um, uh, the actual question here was, how do you tell existing clients about raising your rates and manage the rate increase? Um, so interesting subject. I think it's probably one that becomes germane pretty quickly um, to a lot of people, maybe even right away. If you start doing something at a rate, you discover like doesn't work at all for you. Uh, so let's dive into it. But I do want to offer this caveat first. Um, one of the things that I hear, especially in, from like newbie to intermediate freelancers, is this kind of, um, gosh, what's the polite way of saying it, peeing contest that happens between freelancers where somebody's like, I'm an $80 an hour freelancer and somebody's like, I charge $100 an hour. And then like there's this worth that gets put on it and you hear things like, I doubled my rates or like if the client says yes to what you say, you didn't negotiate hard enough. All of this is crap. Um, this is essentially what you are doing is you're casting your client as your adversary and you're playing a childish game with them. If you are raising your rates because I'm worth it or because I can charge more or whatever, you don't understand your worth. And that's a problem. Like you should understand the market value of your labor or you should understand the cost structure of what you're delivering. You should have a reasonable, coherent theory about your price, why your price or your rate or whatever it is, is what it is. And um, you should be able to articulate that. And furthermore, uh, you should be thinking about your client. I'm a big believer in advisory, consultative um, business practice and consulting. So let's say hypothetically that you are an absolute expert at website performance to the tune of having a nice portfolio of going on to e-commerce sites and saving people um, or companies, you know, like thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars by tuning the performance of those sites, um, you would be able to charge 300, 500, you know, like a lot per hour. Now imagine if somebody came along and said, hey, my hobby WordPress website is broken. Can you help me fix it? And you knew that you could do that in 15 minutes. And you said, yeah, I'll do that for $500. Even if that person was willing to pay, they didn't know any better. They were in a pinch willing to pay you $500. It's malpractice to charge that amount when they could probably get somebody to do it for a fraction of that price. So sure, you can charge them a lot. They're in a pinch, whatever. Is that website, you know, their hobby site being down for a couple hours an expensive problem? No. Uh, could they get help for a lot cheaper? Yes. Are you kind of awful by not letting them know that? Yes. So anyway, getting off my soapbox, my point is this. If you're raising, all of this, what I'm going to advise you is predicated upon raising your rates for a good faith reason. Now that might be because you have so much business coming in, you can't serve it. So you're increasing prices in order to kind of call business to help you pick. Perfectly valid reason to do that. Are you raising your rates because your cost structure has gone up? It's more um, expensive for you to, uh, you know, source the labor or whatever it is you're doing, or, uh, you know, just like has your personal cost structure gone up and for you to maintain your freelance practice being worth it to you, uh, you have to charge more. Sure, that's fine. Your cost is going up. Um, opportunity cost is going up. All those types of things are reasonable reasons to do it. Doubling your rate because you feel like someone will pay it is, you know, closer to, um, you know, asking people for $20 for a bottle of water after a hurricane than it is to like a solid business decision. 
So one of the things I'm going to go through is you need a valid reason to be raising your rates, but I am assuming you are raising your rates out of a good faith uh, reason for doing it. Otherwise, most of this advice won't make sense. If you're just raising your rates because you feel like you can get away with it and you can gouge people, then, you know, just do it. What do you care? Um, so anyway, let's look a little bit at like what makes it easy or hard to raise your rates. One thing that makes it hard is if you have fewer clients or prospects. So if you're just doing staff augmentation for a single client and, you know, maybe they're paying you $80 an hour, um, it's difficult to just come and say like, hey, I want $90 an hour now. You can. You could justifiably say to them like, uh, I feel like I could get more on the open market or, you know, there's a misery factor that's creeping up. I want more money. It's doable, but it's kind of hard because there isn't the most like coherent narrative and there's nothing for you to leverage. You're just doing all your work for them. They're your only client. Uh, likewise, it's hard to raise your rates when you bill by the hour, especially if it's generalist type work. So if you have an arrangement where a client's like, uh, you know, I'm going to pay you to do whatever graphic design-ish kind of stuff comes our way and I'll pay you, you know, $70 an hour, 40 hours a week indefinitely, raising your rates is kind of hard to justify because um, you're not providing any additional value. You're just saying, I want more money. Now, they might do that in a pinch. I mean, that's kind of like if you threaten to quit a job unless you get a raise, like that can work. But it's not a particularly compelling reason uh, other than, um, you know, I guess the opportunity cost of having to figure out something else to do. So none of this is to say that those aren't valid reasons or situations in which you might charge more, but um, it's not overly compelling. It's hard. It's hard to convince someone to do that, uh, the people that are paying your bills. Likewise, when is it easy? Um, to raise rates well if you're highly in demand. So if you're going into that same client um, with an offer in hand saying like, hey, I've been uh, doing contract work with you for 80 bucks an hour, but I've got a couple of clients that are interested in paying me more like 120 an hour, it's pretty understandable. Um, it's also easier to do a rate increase when you're flat pricing. And that's because you can start to speak to your cost and cost structure. So if you're um, selling like a productized consulting type of service or something, and part of it is bringing in subcontractors or something and you're charging a certain amount, it's easier to go to a client and say, I'm increasing the rates by 20% because my costs are going up. People get that and it makes sense. It's the way the world works. Uh, the easiest time to raise your rates is if you are value pricing. Um, so that's kind of like intermediate to advanced pricing theory, but value pricing is basically um, for a kind of custom project or engagement or consulting you talk to the client, you figure out what an outcome is worth to them, and then you quote based on what the outcome is worth. So take the high-end web consultant I mentioned with an e-commerce company. Let's say the e-commerce company is um, experiencing sluggish performance, and so instead of a million dollars a day that they could be earning, they're only earning 700000 a day. That means they're losing 300000 a day compared to what they could be making. So now imagine you're, in this, you're the owner of this business that's losing $300,000 a day, uh, if somebody came along and said, you're losing $300,000 a day, give me $2 million and I'll fix that. And you will recoup and then gain on that investment within like two weeks. No brainer. So that's value pricing. I don't care what your hourly rate is. If I'm the owner of that business, I don't care um, about really much of anything other than for $2 million, I can save $300,000 a day or make an extra $300,000 a day. That's a no brainer. I'll do it every time. So when you want to raise your rates as a value pricer, you just have to find more valuable upmarket type things and it's easy enough, raise your rates.
So um, with that in mind, I'll kind of go away from the specifics of uh, what types of engagements make it easy to raise your rates and just talk about how I would do it. Um, and this kind of assumes that you have a book of business. You're not like a pure staff augmentation. Um, so step one would be to do an assessment of your book of business. So of all that your clients that are, you're currently working with or might be working with, if you're doing any kind of regular work with them, think about them, think about the conversation you'll have announcing a rate increase, and then assess um, what the likelihood is that you'll lose each client. So you first want to do a risk assessment and ask yourself, does this make sense for me? If you have five clients and you think by increasing your prices, you're going to lose four of them, that's a tricky spot to be in. This might not be the time to increase your rates. Uh, on the other hand, if you have five clients and you're 100% confident that all of them would pay 25% more, then it's a no-brainer. So do that assessment at first and kind of see what you think is likely to happen. And there could be a break-even point. So for instance, if you have five clients and there's a 20% chance that um, you would lose a client if you raised your rates by 25%, that means the expected value of your rate increase is you go from five clients to four, but your revenue stays the same with four clients. And that's a no-brainer too. So what you're looking to do is understand that the rate increase will increase your profit. Will the amount of profit increase you're projecting um, more than cover any attrition you'll have in your client base? So do that assessment, make sure that the rate increase makes sense. Um, and then I would also form a contingency. So you're gonna announce this increase for each client. Maybe you're gonna raise your rates on four of them, but you have a whale client and you can't lose them. What are you going to do if that client refuses? So maybe in that situation, with four of them, you let them go. With the whale client, you just back off and you say, okay, fine, I'll grandfather you in. So make that plan, um, assess each of your clients, decide what you'll do in advance if they say no, like uh, map this out. Now you can start to execute. The first thing you want to do is give your clients notice. Assuming you have any kind of recurring engagement, uh, whether it's like monthly or you have an hourly rate or a retainer, or they just periodically do business with you, whatever, give them notice. In businesses that I've had, usually I'll do that by starting to say in maybe September, like, hey, at the beginning of the year, we're going to be doing uh, an increase. So this gives them a chance to plan. Give them a heads up. Um, <clears throat> the next thing I would do um, kind of as part of this announcement is you want to give them a reason. And this is what I was talking about before. It's easier when you have a compelling reason. So if it's hey, I'm just getting booked solid. Um, I have so much business, I can't handle it all. I'm sorry. The only thing that makes sense for me to do is raise your rates. That's a pretty good reason. If your cost is going up, uh, that's a great reason. If you are um, starting to pack more value into your offering, you're delivering better outcomes, that's the best reason of all. That's borderline inarguable. If it's just something, like I said at the beginning of the video, like, well, I want more because I'm worth it, you can try it. That's not a very compelling reason. Um, that's going to make clients kind of think like, yeah, I kind of want to maybe replace you. Like, you know, you're not convincing me like, yes, I'm in a pinch. You just created a problem that I didn't have yesterday and I need to solve it. So in the immediate term, maybe it's easiest to solve it by just agreeing, but you've lost some capital there. So the better the reason you can come up with in this announcement, the better and more smoothly things are likely to go. Um, the other thing I'd say is like give clients a chance to grandfather and or give them a budget neutral kind of option. So one thing that I've done a lot over the years is to say something like, hey, we're increasing our rates on January 1st. But if you sign up for, you know, anything before then, we'll grandfather you in for six months at the old rate. 
that's a valuable option. Um, it can also help you uh, pre-book business. It can be a good tactic for that. Another thing that you can do is carve out like a budget neutral option and say, okay, I am raising my rates by 25%, but if you don't want to increase what you're spending, I can cut out this you know, piece of scope, this uh, aspect of what I'm doing. So I mean, if you're on an hourly basis, that could mean you're like, well, I'm, if you want to keep this budget neutral, I'm going to go down to four days instead of five. Or um, if you want to keep me five days, I'm raising my rates. Those two things, a grandfathering option and budget neutrality, overcome a whole lot of client objections. So if you present them with budget neutrality, they may not want less scope for um, the same budget, but they can't come back and say, oh, that isn't within my budget. You've pre-inoculated um, against that particular objection. Likewise, giving them a way to grandfather, you're saying like, look, if you, um, if you want to keep everything the same, you can do that. You just have to commit. So you're kind of offering up these things they can seize on as options when you roll this out. And giving them a few options instead of an ultimatum is a way better thing because then they're talking about which of these ways should I employ to continue working with you, not should I continue working with you. Um, once you have done all that, you've given them several options, you have decided in advance who you can leave and you can't, you have the script, stick to it. Don't back off if you've said like, here are my terms and then a client really pushes back. Don't say like, oh, okay, fine, I wasn't gonna do this, but you know. So if you know what you're going to do, um, in advance, it could look like you're backing off, but like stick to the plan you've created. Don't cave in the moment. You were more rational when you were putting together your plan as to what you would do with each client, as to how you would give them their options. You were in a better frame of mind to make that decision than in a uh, moment when they're kind of confronting you. You might panic and, and cave in. Don't do that. You have laid out their options stick to them, let them stew on it. If they say they're gonna break up with you, just shrug and say, yeah, I understand that. Rate increases are not any fun, I get that. Totally understood, best of luck. Well, you know, best of luck at um, the time you announce it because you don't wanna spring this on them with no notice. That's awful to do. So um, I guess, you know, let me segue into closing out with a section where I talk about the messaging of this because um, <clears throat> that's kind of tied in with this playbook. I've basically laid out the order, you know, decide what you do with each client. Um, have a game plan, give them a few options, announce the messaging, and then stick to your guns. That's kind of the play. All of that, giving them notice, um, doing the right thing by them. So in terms of the messaging, one of the things I would um, heavily advise is have empathy. So imagine that it's the cable company doing this to you. So you are, you know, you've got Comcast or whatever, you don't love them, it's a thing you've got, you watch TV, and then you get a notice maybe even last minute, or you just see it on your bill that your your bill every month went up from 160 to 220. And you think, I haven't gotten anything better for this. This is a massive increase. Nobody told me about this. I hate you. The only thing that keeps you going with Comcast is that you're probably too busy to call and scream and rant and pretend to leave or whatever you have to do. That's the experience you want to avoid for your clients. You don't want to be Comcast. You don't want to be a company that acts that way. So when it comes to the messaging, have that empathy, like put yourself in their shoes. You don't want to be surprised. You don't want a massive increase with no justification. Like keep all of that in mind. Ask yourself how you would feel in their shoes. So give them notice, explain the reasoning and, and try to make it compelling. So, um, you know, ideally if you can give them more value or you say, Hey, I've been layering in a lot of extra things into my offering and, um, 
I'm going to be charging more for it. Um, give them options, and a big one being uh, the way to keep things cost neutral. It's all about anticipating what that experience is going to be like for them when you raise their rates and to make it as minimally bad as possible. Um, you, you know, people get it. Like one thing you could say, especially these days, I'm recording this early 2022 when the price of everything, you know, inflation is starting to run away. Like, I mean, the price of everything's going up. So like people will get that. In general, um, I've kept my cost structure, my rate structure the same for a couple of years is something people understand. They will get rate increases. They may not react the way you want to them. Maybe they've been not happy with you for a while, and this is the kind of push they needed to get rid of you. But it is understandable to do rate increases, especially if you manage the messaging well and you um, give them options and you make it as minimally bad an experience as possible. If you do all of that, often the response that you'll most commonly hear is, sure, okay. Um, the second most common one will be like, Eh, I'll take the cost neutral option or I'll, yeah, let me grandfather in for a year. It is pretty unlikely that what you'll hear is no, no way. This is unjustifiable. That said, when it comes to your messaging, um, be prepared to be criticized because one of the common things, some people will do this as a negotiation tactic and some people will be generally like annoyed. So it could come from one of two places that they're like, what do you mean you're raising your rates? You're not that good to begin with. Um, even if they don't genuinely feel that way, they may be prompted to do that by being caught off guard or annoyed or offended somehow, or it just may be how they think of negotiating, which kind of brings me full circle to the beginning of the video. If you play zero-sum games with your clients, they will treat you like an adversary. So if you're playing games about arbitrary rate increases, they're going to play games like, hey, you suck. I'm not paying you anymore. Do I mean that? Not really. It's just some thing I'm saying to you. So yeah, try not to treat your clients as adversaries. Um, I guess one last thing that I didn't cover when it comes to the mechanics of this announcement, should you do it on a phone call or email? Um, I think this depends on the book of business that you have. So if you're like a staff augmentation, you have a client of one, uh, you're going to do that at an in-person meeting or a Zoom call probably. In most cases though, if you're a productized service, if you have more than a handful of clients that you're supporting at once, my suggestion would be to do it with a forum email. Um, so put together an announcement send it out, um, have the messaging generic. Like if, um, if there's specifics to each client, maybe you can tack that on as a writer or offer to set up a call or something to go over the specifics. But the thing that um, putting together stock messaging does, number one, it makes it seem like this is kind of the product of a system. And when you have a system, I've talked about this in other videos on YouTube, I'll try to dig up the link if I can find it, but like create a system and blame the system. Like, if you want to backtrack um, in negotiations, you can always say, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, we're doing, you know, an across the board rate increase. So this email went out to everybody, but not you, of course, you know, so you have the ability to kind of come back from that. And it also makes it clear to your clients that you're not singling them out in any way. This is a kind of broad company announcement. Hey, everybody, we're, you know, we're doing this. So in person, if you have a very personal small book of business, otherwise I would uh, create some stock messaging and then be prepared either over email or on uh, calls to address the specifics one-on-one. -on -one. Because remember, you're giving options, so you're probably going to need to address those options on a case-by-case -case basis. And um, I would be prepared to do that and to do it in a personal, helpful way with the clients. Um, and I think that's it for the advice. Hopefully that helps. Raising your rates is one of the most lucrative and nerve-wracking things you can do when you have a book of business. 
Uh, but do it a few times, maintain that empathy, prepare for it well, see the announcement through and all of that, and you will uh, generally have more success than you think. It'll be terrifying the first time you do this, but you'll be surprised how often, if you manage it right, the answer is, sure, that makes sense, or, yeah, we'll take the grandfathering option. It'll very rarely done right be, no, you're fired, or no, I refuse. Uh, so, yeah, I hope that helps, and uh, we'll catch you all next time.